Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Thank you for watching over us as we sleep. Father God, we ask you today to um, be with us, Father God. Give us wisdom and knowledge as we partake in your word, whether it's this devotional or your holy word. Father God, give us wisdom and knowledge. Father God, help us to stay focused on you. Father God, bless the readers of your word and the hearers of your word, Father God. Help us apply it today and every day, Father God. Help us to be doers of your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So today's key verse is Luke 18 and 5, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant request. Subject, have you tried God? Christian truth, so I'm going to pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I am in the will of God. I'm chasing his will. I'm surrendering. I'm full of love. Every few days at my place of business, I get this call about, do I want to buy some supplies? And normally I say no, but one time they called me so much, I tricked my sister into taking the call a couple times. But the first time I received the call, it was an older woman on the phone. She was kind and I, I had to decline. Then maybe four days later, she called again. I said, no, no, thank you. And this went on for about a week of her calling. And then finally I said, yes, I will look at your supplies. It was very annoying to deal with every, her calling every few days and someone calling over and over and over about the same thing. This is exactly what this judge felt. He felt worn out because the same lady kept coming to him. Even when he said no, she was persistent. She didn't give up. No matter how he spoken to her or what she, he, what he said, she was on a mission to have what she wanted, which was justice. How many times do you talk to God about what's happening in your life? How many times do you keep praying, even if you think the answer is no? The Holy Spirit is telling us today to be persistent. Don't give up. Even if it seems like God doesn't hear us, keep going. Even if it seems like he, is saying, he will say no, seeming and knowing are two different things. But in order to be persistent in knowing that what we are asking for is in his will, we must ask him. So ask him, Father, God, am I in your will? Am I doing what you want? Are you okay with me asking for this? Verse 1, one day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Jesus told his disciples the story is to show them not to give up on what they want from him. Jesus countless of times told us to ask and, and, and he never tell us to, he would never tell us not to. He will always encourage us to ask. <clears throat> Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, wherever you ask in prayer, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. Mark 11 and 24. <clears throat> Matthew 7, 7. Ask will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock. It will be open to you. Matthew 7, 7. Matthew 21 and 22. And wherever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. See, Jesus doesn't tell us not to ask. We don't ask because we are either afraid or in doubt, and we shouldn't do either. And, and James, it says this, you ask, you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. A lot of people ask for <clears throat> sorry, money and other things that's not given to them because Jesus knows our heart. He knows what we would do and what we won't do. And we have to ask God and have faith that in our asking, He, we won't wear him out like this, judge. God is not like humans. He's bigger and better. And what we can't take, he can. What he, what we can't deal with, he can. What we refuse to do, he will. What 
we must have faith that he hears us and sees us. First John 5 and 15, and we know that he hears us and whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. We should know that God hears us. And if we know this much, we should know that we ask, he will give to us as long as it's in his will for us. Because what he gives to one, he won't give to the other. Because it's not the other one's time. We can't compare our journey to someone else. When we do this, we are going to be upset. We are going to be devastated because what I'm ready for, you might not be. But what you're ready for, I probably can't handle. Learning his will for us will keep us from wasting time and being upset. No, sometimes his will isn't what we want. And his will doesn't make us happy. But if you're trying to be God, if you're trying to be God pleasers, we must accept his will and carry it. Today, you might feel that you're ready for the next level, the new job, the new calling, but whatever it is, remember that all, all we all must start off asking God, what is his will and he'll show us. And when he show us his will, we must be up for change and be willing to listen to him when he speaks. His will makes our life easier. We can desire all we want. We have that free will to even pursue it. But in our pursuing it, if it doesn't work out, we have to understand it wasn't meant to be. Don't chase empty dreams. If they aren't filled with God, having everything we desire and not obeying God is a very long and heavy road. Listen to him when he speaks and try God's will. Prayer, Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to show us your will. Lord, the, the things we ask for, we definitely won't, but we won't in desire to follow your will. Lord, forgive us for anything we have done wrong. We ask you to change us. We ask you to help us stay focused on you and your desires for us. Most of all, during our day, we want to please you, Lord. Continue to show us the error of our ways, and we will always submit to you. Help us to push through whatever season we are in. Help us to remain focused in this season of our life. Help us to be obedient to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the topic today is, have you tried God? Okay, I'll give everyone a second to get some water or their Bible. I'm always grabbing water so my throat won't be dry. Okay, so we all hate when people ask us stuff over and over. Some people are parents and they have gotten used to the kids asking the same thing over and over. I'm not a parent. So when someone asks me the same thing over and over and it, and I've already said, no, I'm, I'm already annoyed. You know, I'm just like, stop, please. And the lady that kept calling, she wanted me to buy um, playground equipment. And I kept saying, no, I, I even gave my mom the phone. She said, no, I gave my twin the phone. She said, no. And this lady kept calling. And one day I gave my mom the phone and we, we all said, yes, come on out. Let us see it. You know, so let us see the equipment. And we wound up seeing the equipment. We bought a couple of things. It was, it was, it was a lot, but the lady, she wore us out. She got what she wanted, but it was annoying. And most of the time when you annoy someone and you keep asking someone the same question, they get so annoyed that they get angry. And this judge, he got worn out. He, he even said it. He says it in the verse. He said, this woman's driving me crazy. I'm going to see what she gets justice. I'm going to see she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. She had worn this man out to the point he was like, I give her what she wants. She just shut up, basically. That's basically what he was saying. But the thing is, the greatest thing I love about God is that no matter how many times a day I come to him, no matter how many times I ask him for forgiveness for a certain sin, he doesn't get tired. Because he loves us and he, he wants to see us happy. 
And another thing, just because he won't see us happy, it doesn't mean he's going to give us what, what we want. He, he's not. Now, we might pursue that avenue and, and get what we want and do what we want and just be like, well, God can deal with it. And and trust me that, like I said at the end, or the Holy Spirit said at the end of the devotional, that that's a long road to be disobedient because you're going to find out <clears throat> in doing whatever you want and not listening to him, you're going to figure out why he said no. And you're going to find out real quick why he said no. Because what you think you can handle, you can't. And a lot of people will say, well, I know me and I know myself. And I know what I can handle, what I can't handle. Yeah, that might be true to a certain extent. But God knows you. He created you. He formed you in your mother's womb. He knew how many hairs of hairs you have on your head. He knows when we're going to take our last breath. He knows when we go to sleep. He knows our getting up, our, our laying down. He knows. So why wouldn't you trust someone that knows all this? And no, that's that's not easy to get used to is is relying fully on god it's it's it's, it's a thing it's a growth it, it takes growing to get used to that because we're so used to doing what we want uh pursuing what we want going here going there not no restraints because we're grown some of us be like i'm grown i'm grown i'm grown as i got older i kept saying i'm grown i'm grown and grown and i, I say it a lot because we as grown people can do what we want because we're grown. But when you're a child of God, you're a child. It doesn't matter how grown you are. If he says no, that means no. If he says stay, that means stay. If, it, if he says go do this, go do it. Because obedience is better than a sacrifice. But, when his, but if his will says no, don't do it. That's why... We must pursue what his will is for us. So we won't be asking in vain. So we won't be wasting time. Because what we don't understand is that God has a purpose for all of us. He has a will written out in how he wants our life to go. And when we follow this will, our life is happier. We're filled with joy. We, we have no complaints. Everything is not perfect in the world, but we're going in the right direction. But the moments that we say, okay, I want this. And he's not giving it to me. It's right there. I can just go get it. I can go get that car. It's right there. I think I've told y'all the story of, of me getting uh, my car. I, I didn't want that car. I wanted a truck. And, and it was right there. I could sign the papers for it. But he said, no, Lou, get the same car that you had. And I'm like, no, I don't want that same car. I, I want a truck. I want a big, tough truck, not this small, itty bitty car. And see, I could very well, because it's, my life, I could do what I want. I could have got the truck, but it would have been a problem. But because I listened to him and I got the car, I'm happy. Because at the end of the day, I don't need nothing fancy. I don't need a Mercedes. I don't, I mean, they're nice. I don't need a Land Rover. They're nice. I wanted that truck. It's very, very nice. But whatever car he placed me in, I'm happy with because it's what he desired for me to have. If we're going to be God pleasers, God seekers, we must understand that whatever he has for us is for us. It's, it's, it's made perfectly for us. His will is perfect for us. That car is just what I needed. Yeah, the bells and whistles of that truck would have been amazing. The push to start would have been amazing. But he said, no, I want you in that car. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Whatever you say, Captain. 
I get in it. And that takes growth. Because I wasn't always the person that said, okay, whatever you want. I had those couple moments where I did what I wanted to do and I paid for it. And I realized that in that rough season, because of my disobedience, I had that rough season. And so now whenever he tells me no, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Whatever you want. And no, he doesn't want, excuse me. He doesn't want us to be robots, but he wants us to respect his will and that he's our father and we're a child. We don't know. He knows everything. It's just like a five-year-old child. You can tell them, don't cross the street. And they'll be like, well, my ball went across the street. I will go get it. You stay here. And you go across the street because you're the adult. You know what's happening. You know that cars might come. You know an animal might be out there. You know because you're an adult, right? That child doesn't know. The child doesn't know it's a car that could hit them. The child doesn't know that it could be a ravaging dog out there. It doesn't know. It She or he doesn't know. Because your dad, your mom, your auntie, your grandma, your grandpa, right? That's the same way with God. We don't know what dangers are out there. We might feel like, oh, I'm 71 or I'm 45 or I'm 36. I know I'm grown. But we don't know. And he does. He knows the moment we step out there, the danger's there. He knows the moment we step, step out there, the enemy's there. He know the moment we step out there, something can happen and go wrong. That's why we must listen to our father because we are his children. And the Bible says, as I grew into a man, I put away childish things. I put away my disobedient ways. I put away not listening. I put away wanting to do my own thing. I put those things away because I'm listening to him i'm maturing he's our father he knows what's best so when you go into this thing of asking over and over and over and over and over make sure it was in his will because if if it's in his will you keep asking it's eventually gonna come it's just up to him i get this question a lot where People would message me and they'd be like, well, I've been asking for something. I'm wondering, can you tell me, do God hear me? Or can you tell me, am I going to get it? God could tell me it. He could give me the answer. But it's not my place to tell you. You must go to God in prayer. And that's why it's important to have a prayer life. It's important to establish a, a good foundation of communication with God. And a lot of us want to skip that part and get what we want. And he sees that. He sees that we're going to just aim for our, our passions. I think it was in James we talked about it, that that he knows what we would do. And he knows what we won't do. He, he knows. We might say, oh, I won't do that. He knows. He, he knows. He, he knows. It says he, you ask, you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. He know that you're saying, oh, I'm going to take that money. I'm going to put it on an uh, orphanage and I'm going to pay half my tithes. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he knows more than a man in the moon. He knows that you're going to take that money and you're going to spend it on your passions. You're not going to spend it on the things that you said you would spend it on. So there's no reason to lie to God. There's no reason to say, God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No, I'm always honest to God because he knows I'll sit there and be like, yes, that's what I was thinking, and I'm sorry, and no, I, I didn't mean to, and blah, blah, blah. I'm honest because he knows, and to lie to him is, is 
actually a slap in the face. It's, it's saying that he doesn't know you. He doesn't know your thoughts. He does. We have to be people that understands that God is not a human being. He is God. He is bigger than any human being you have ever met. He's more powerful than any human being you ever met. And we have to give him that respect to know that when he says no, it means no. Okay? Let's look at some verses. Actually, let's look at that particular story real quick. Go to Luke 18. If you have your Bible, go to Luke 18. Let's look at that particular story. Then we look at our um, references. Go to verse 5. Let's actually start at um, verse 2. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. It says it right here. This guy did not care. He did not fear God. He didn't care about anyone. He was just a judge. He was just doing his job. A lot of us have jobs. We're just on. And a lot of us will say, I'm just on this job to make a paycheck. That's what he was doing. And widow of the city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice and dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request. He said, this woman's driving me crazy. I want her to shut up. I'm going to give her what she wants because she's getting on my nerves. Verse 6. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered just decisions in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? How many of us have faith? When the Lord returns, how many of us will have faith in him? How many of us will allow society to, to dwindle our faith? Oh, this person has it. Why can't I have it? You can have it. But is that person in the will of God? You can go get it. But isn't that, is that person in the will of God? And a lot of times we look at, hold on. Sometimes we just look at, this person has, and I don't. But do you know how long this person's been praying? Do you know if this is in God's will? Do you know if this person went out of God's will? You don't know. That's why we must mind our business and figure out what do God have for our life? Not worry about Mary. If Mary's riding in a Land Rover, if Mary got a new house, worry about yourself. What would, what do you have? What do you want God to give you? What, is, what do God want to give you? Let's look at our reference real quick. Well, let's go over these quick verses real quick. One of the verses says, Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, wherever you ask in prayer, believe that you have it and receive it. It will be yours. It says, ask in prayer and believe that you receive it and it will be yours. After you ask God for his will, after you find out this is the will for God, believe that he will give it to you and you will receive it. Believe it. Have faith. Okay, second verse, Matthew 7, 7. Ask, it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, it will be given to you. It will be open to you. When we seek his will, and after we ask him for his will, we can ask, it will be given to us. And seeking means seeking the word of God. Knocking means constantly asking. We must constantly ask, God, this is what I want. You said I can have it. You said this is part of your will. When can I have it? But we must also have patience. Okay? 
Matthew 21, 22, and wherever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. It comes back and it gives confirmation to what the Holy Spirit is saying. He said, you will have it if you have faith. You will have it if you have faith. We can't be in denial. We can't be in doubt and say, oh, he's not going to give it to me because X, Y, and Z. Oh, he's not going to give it to me because I don't deserve it. Oh, he's not going to give it to me because uh, he, he might not like me. No. Believe that he will give it to you. Seek him and he will give it to you. Have faith. Sorry, that was my phone and my watch going off. Um, go to Psalms 116 and 2. Sometimes I think I get up early enough to beat people from calling me, but sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. <laughs> Psalms 116 and 2. <clears throat> Excuse me. I keep passing it. It's like stuck the other pages stuck together. 116 and 2. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. He will bend down and listen. We must continue to do our part, which is pray. We can't be people that just forget, oh, yeah, he's, he, he's, he doesn't hear me, so I'm not going to pray. Or, oh, I, I know he's not listening to me, so I'm not going to pray. It says, I will pray as long as I have breath. I will continue to go on and on as long as I have breath. We have to be people that keeps going. We have to be people that know that he hears us. It tells us here, we must believe that he hears us, so we must pray. That's our part. That's, that's the only part we have to do is pray as long as I have breath. Psalms 116 and 2. Go to Psalms 37 and 7. Psalms 37 and 7. It says, be, be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their evil schemes. NIV, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prosper in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. It says, be still in his presence of the Lord. That's what happens sometimes. We don't hear him when he speaks. We don't hear his will for our life because we are too busy rushing out of his presence. We don't rest in his presence. We don't wait after we pray. We don't wait. Even sometimes during our prayer, we, we even when we start off in prayer, sometimes we just need to sit and just give him time to talk. Give him time to talk. But we are so easy to give our requests, but we're not easy to hear him. That's why some of us don't hear him. Even with just not even part of knowing his will, but just even if we don't hear him speak to us because we don't give him that opportunity time. We just think, oh, he, he, he doesn't want to talk to me. I'm gone. He's not speaking while I'm speaking. No, he's waiting for you to finish. He's waiting for you to finish your complaints or your request or, or whatever you want to call it. He's waiting on you to finish. He gives us that much respect. But we, as soon as we hear no, he's like, no, but we're off. We're like, okay, I'm not going to hear the rest. He's, he said, no, I'm done. No, hear him out. He, he's going to give you a reason why he said no. He's going to give you a, a reason why he said, I'm going to do this instead of that. I'm going to give you an apartment instead of a house. I'm going to give you a Land Rover instead of a Mercedes. I'm going to bless you with your calling instead of a business. I want you to be a pastor instead of a therapist. You see what I'm saying? I want you to go to college instead of opening up your own business. 
But we have to give him that opportunity to say these things. It says, wait patiently for him to act. Wait patiently for him to speak. We have to wait for him to speak. And I had to learn that. I would tell God something. I'd go, oh, I don't hear from him. I'm gone. Let me trot on. And later on, when I come back in prayer and, and I have more time, I'm guessing, he would say, well, I was trying to tell you earlier, X, Y, and Z. I'm like, oh, that's why you need to carve out that time that you don't have to rush through it. That's why you need to carve out that time and say, okay, I know that he is, I, I, I know I need to give him more time. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to give him 40 minutes instead of 50 minutes. But what we need to start doing is building up our prayer time. If you're at 30 minutes, do 30 minutes for two weeks. In two weeks, do 40 minutes. Two weeks, do 50 minutes. And you might be like, oh, I got to get up earlier. Yeah. So you can hear God's voice. So he can give you a word and maybe give you a word for someone else. That's how it works, people. Let's look at this last part. It said, don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Don't worry about Susan in accounting or Bob in accounting. Don't worry about their life. Worry about your own life. It tells us right there, worry about your own life. Stop worrying about others. Worry about you. Because at the end of the day, when we go to the judgment seat, at the end of the day, when we talk to God in prayer by ourselves, we're by ourselves. We don't have Susan and Bob. Our life doesn't base on Susan and Bob. It's based on you. So wait patiently for him. Be persistent and ask him for what is in his will for you. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Be blessed. Thank you for listening.